resorting to preaching at the end of the story. Teach Kids is a public service commentary by Child Evangelism Fellowship. Good afternoon. Welcome to SWAT Radio. I had to make sure I had the right mic You've on. You've been gone too long. I, I was going to say, I reached over just to get the uh, you know the radio call letters. But uh, hey, Brad Sykes here, uh, sitting alongside with Doug McCary. I feel like it's been ages since I've been in studio with you you've alone. you've been off on vacation. I have. Enjoying yourself. I have, yeah. Um, but hey, you've had some great uh, guys in studio, not to mention our our good buddy david gray and craig henderson you have you've got a good lineup of guests and you know so often i i run into people and uh they say something about you know you guys still doing radio i'm like yeah (laughs) somebody Uh, said that yeah i know i i I immediately usually respond you listen often (laughs) but uh you know all the i tell people all the time hey all our broadcast in fact we just got updated with a new hard drive uh going back to 2017 uh-huh. and uh, i was saying if you if you've missed an episode in the last you know six years uh they're all available you can go back and listen so um i that's you know one of the things i do when i'm on vacation or when i'm away is i may not get to listen live but i always have the chance in the evening or sometime in those days uh to uh <laughs> to go back and listen to some past broadcasts but hey it's good to be back and uh it's been a you know i don't know about you doug i I think about your life i think about your family and how blessed you and i are but you know spring breaks or vacations aren't usually restful well especially not when your two daughters are sick (laughs) oh my goodness yeah Yeah, did you guys have spring break last week week was abby and becca's spring break they're the only two at home and uh with us now and uh yeah poor Lori has been under the gun now for 11 days because they Mm. they didn't go to school today today was like a teacher planning day yeah that's almost cruel and unusual punishment to keep (laughs) the kids home another day on monday you know like uh after spring break so it's a teacher's appreciation or or, like a work day uh, or something so so literally friday saturday monday through friday friday saturday and now monday so yeah james Grimm uh texted me earlier said are y'all on on air today <laughs> like yeah as yeah. far as i know i mean i you know um you know that's one of the struggles uh, i i am such a routine guy that when i get out of my routine i forget everything else that's going on so <laughs> i had to double check make sure there wasn't a holiday going on but tomorrow is election day at yeah. least here in northeast florida that's exactly so. right uh it is election day here and uh it's it's a, a lot of uh a lot of people in fact you and i know quite a few people running yep. uh here and uh there's some there's gonna be some some interesting uh things happen here depending upon who gets elected mm-hmm. i guess right yeah yep. uh, because this is the mayor's race too right it is donna Deegan's yep. running yeah um daniel davis daniel davis um, uh, yeah. frank keesler frank keesler yeah who a uh, good friend of ours uh yeah. al ferraro yeah. Uh, I've known Al for many, many years, uh, and he's been a good, faithful city council guy. 
Dan, Danny, Daniel Davis. I know Daniel. Uh, yeah. Been part of a group that goes up and prays with him each each month. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, hey, if you want uh, a good kind of um, info guide, go to StanfordJacks.com. Yep. That's S-T-A-N-D-4. The number is the number four. J-A-X.com for more information. Uh, like uh, this is uh, tomorrow's the big day. It is a very a, a crucial election, and if you go to Stanford Jacks, they've done a really good job of putting together a lot of info. They've interviewed a lot yes. of these clients. Aaron yes. DePietro. Yeah. De, de, I always can't de, say his de, last Yeah, I know. DePietro. 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 Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Aaron and his brother Nathan, along with some other uh, guys that we know, ladies and men that we know here in the city, who, listen, they're not what you and i would consider political yeah and uh, I, they love christ they love his word the whole purpose behind this was to vet candidates who had a biblical worldview yeah you know and I, you know what i love about the voter guide they put out um like some of them they put two choices because both candidates represent right. christian values yes, yes. and um just if you go to their guide you're going to see who they recommend yeah um and they 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 recommend you know uh a lot of people that we uh would also recommend and i just encourage you to go to stanfordjacks.com uh, i know that uh i'm familiar with several of the uh the council people running and um I'm really, uh, I'm really glad to see some of their recommendations on there. So, uh, and again, um, they they uh, they make recommendations for mayor, property appraiser, the city council at large, and the city council districts. And um, so, go on there, and um, they even got a no recommendation. <laughs> they do, they do. Yeah, so, so it's it's stand s t a n d the number four jax.com we well, so, you know brad you were out and we didn't get to really discuss it that much but what do you think about the big svb failure man unbelievable yeah i mean it, it you know when you understand you know so and i haven't really done a lot of looking into it i was listening to a pod uh, maybe it was a, a shapiro podcast coming back from uh, naples last week uh, kind of diving into it and you know there are consequences to the actions that you take you and i talk about it on the air often you know when when we sin you may not see the immediate consequences but they're coming yeah and and i think the same is true in the in the in the financial world you know yeah. the the whole esg stuff that a lot of the wall street you know institutions and banks that they're they're being um you know heavily influenced by the esg decisions and you know this this bank failure uh -huh. if you go look and see what they have supported yeah over the last several years uh how do you not sit back and go well no wonder it failed yeah it's have, have you i don't know if you saw this article at the by the way if you're just tuning in um the first segment, Brad and I usually just talk about what's going on in our world since he's been gone. For, <laughs> what is for, going for on in our world? Yeah. Uh, 
but this bit the svb bank uh silicon valley bank the, I, I don't know if you heard last week i was talking to dave the average account value was over four million dollars 97 percent of the account holders had over the two hundred fifty thousand dollar limit on the coverage of insurance so there's a lot of people scrambling but anyway there's been a run apparently on ebay this article uh, wall street journal talks about there was a run on ebay listings for silicon valley bank branded material like their logo products Hmm. you know like blankets uh uh a purse hook um a cheese board (laughs) a box that had silicon valley bank people are buying this stuff um they're actually selling a cardboard box that has their logo on it and people are buying it and people are even selling t-shirts um who actually said silicon valley bank risk management department you know people are some people are getting it for fun some people are thinking that that it's kind of they want a piece of history right or they that you know that that's because it was the biggest bank failure in history but it was kind of interesting to read that article and think about people wanting a piece of the history of something so bad i mean it right. really is when right. you stop and think about it and i don't know did you see the the movie the highwayman no oh uh, uh, it, it, yes. it is it is on i think it's on netflix it's a uh kevin costner woody harrelson star and it's about two um two texas rangers named uh frank hammer and yes. manny galt yes yes and they track down bonnie and clyde and you know, Lori and I watched it, and I had forgotten about how idolized Bonnie and Clyde were. These were people that cold-blooded murdered people. They cold-blooded murdered uh, law enforcement guys and other people, and um, but they were kind of celebrated um, as folk heroes. Mm-hmm. You remember that? I mean, yeah. d- you grew up in an age where we only had a couple of tv channels and i remember the first movie i saw about them uh it oh, was about Bonnie warren beatty yeah and uh warren Beatty. i mean yeah. and um and uh um what was her name that's a pretty good Faye dunaway no Faye dunaway played uh, they played in this movie and you were rooting for them you actually liked them right yeah. which it's amazing because you stop and think about what they did, how evil it was to just cold. I mean, some of the people, Bonnie Parker, cold-blooded shot in the face with a shotgun. Now, think about that. They, I mean, cold-blooded murder, mm. and they were celebrated. 20,000 people came to Bonnie Parker's funeral, 15 to Clyde Barrow, and and they were celebrated, and, and it's almost evil to think about that. It is. And we live in a time right now where – evil is celebrated as good and good is celebrated as evil yep. and uh, i was sharing with you before we started we heard our friend vody bacham um preach yesterday uh, or actually he preached last week but it was it was played yesterday on the 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 broadcast from a grace community church out in california and he talked about brad shaving the truth in order to be liked yeah. and talking about how our world has really influenced the church to where we shave off the edges of the truth now to mm-hmm. be palatable to mm. people 
and we don't speak the truth in love because we've been sold a lie that you either love the people um, by by not condemning their activities with the words of the Bible, or you um, you know you don't. If, 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 there's two extremes. You say something which is unloving, but you can't speak the truth and love right. from God's <clears throat> word. The only truth they will receive is the truth that says what we do is okay, even though we're breaking God's law. He used an example. I have. I just have to share it before we go. He said, can you imagine a pastor coming in? Listen, I just want to let you guys know today I'm going to be preaching about adultery. Now, I have a lot of friends that are adulterers, and God loves the adulterers. I just want you to know before I say any of this that I love adulterers. You know, I'm not condemning them, but I just, I'm going to be preaching about that today. And he said, this is where we've come in our country. Mm. And he used the term because we've been taken hostage by the the alphabet mafia. Exactly. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? It's, well, it's so true. I mean, uh, the church today, I feel like, uh, I don't know if you, you told your kids this as they were growing up, or at least when they went off to college. It's more likely that the darkness is going to influence the light than that the light will influence the darkness. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you, you try to tell your kids, I mean, this isn't to say we don't engage with sinners. Christ was a, a friend to sinners. But the reality is don't be naive and think that your lost friend, that that your lost friends won't impact the way you live. Or it's a lot easier to be pulled down the ladder than to pull yes. somebody up, right? Yes, no, you're absolutely <laughs> right. And, uh, you know, good. And that's not a reminder just for our young folks. It's a reminder for us as well. I mean, we should be surrounded by good counsel. And, well, that's uh, why I'm excited about Paul. Paul is yeah. such a great study of a man who stood against the grain. Man. Absolutely. Amen. Hey, we're going to take a quick break. If you want to call this afternoon, 844-777-7928. If you have a question or a comment, send it to ask at SWATradio.com. We're going to take a quick break. We will be right back. This program has the potential to reach millions of men each week. If you'd like to learn how you can support this unique program that is helping men understand the truth about Jesus through God's Word and how to impact their lives and the lives of others, then go to www.swatradio.com. Then click on the donate link to help SWAT Radio pass on the truth for the next generation. Do you have earned college credits but no diploma? Would you like to finish your certified degree program? Conservative Theological University can help. Call 1-800-GO-BIBLE to schedule your interview appointment. Please leave your contact information for the admission staff to reach out to you. Today's the day. Call 1-800-GO-BIBLE for Conservative Theological University. Highway to Eternity Ministries is a ministry dedicated to encouraging those who have lost hope and coming alongside those who cannot find peace and are considered unfit for inclusion in Christ's church. They use published works to teach God's Word and share encouraging testimonies of transformed lives. Highway to Eternity Ministries serves as a parachurch ministry that comes alongside churches to share its passion and commitment through spiritual writings, nuances, and experiences to everyone who has an interest in the teachings of Jesus Christ. 
For more information, contact Jeff Andrews at 904-436-5175. Welcome to Teach Kids, a public service commentary by Child Evangelism Fellowship, helping you teach truth to the kids in your life. Children love to hear stories. Bible storybooks abound, but are we taking full advantage of God's purpose for recording these events? The longer I study the Bible, the more amazed I am at how the plan of salvation is pictured throughout all of Scripture. Then there are so many discipleship lessons that we couldn't ever exhaust them. When reading Bible stories with children, we can get caught up in the storyline and then at the end talk about what we can learn from the story and the child's interest wanes. Starting tomorrow, I'm going to give you four tips this week on how you can teach important lessons without resorting to preaching at the end of the story. Teach Kids is a public service commentary by Child Evangelism Fellowship. Ninety one FM the truth. If you've been walking the same old road for miles and miles, if you've been hearing the same old voice of the same old lies, if you're trying to feel the same old holes inside, there's a better life. There's a better life. If you got pain, Hey, welcome to SWAT Radio. Brad and Doug here on this Monday afternoon. We are glad you have tuned in. It is March 20th, and uh, boy, we are moving through this month. And uh, I don't know, you know, Doug, I was uh, down in Naples last week, yeah. and uh, I think it was about 85 degrees, beautiful weather the whole time. I come back here, it's like 40 degrees here in Jacksonville. It's way too cold for me. Yeah, but uh, I don't know if the azaleas are tricked out, but uh, <laughs> it is cold. You know, I, I was telling Lorio, it's a good thing the TPC was when it was oh, man. because it's 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 cold, chilly, very chilly. But yeah. uh, hey, I wanted to, if I could, just for a second, I wanted to read something that my wife had posted. I thought it was a great piggyback on what you and I were just talking about. She said, you know, as followers of Jesus, there are ways to address the issues we see in the culture and not lose our minds, our tempers, or our testimony. Today, as you read the news or scroll, remember, number one, what you see in culture is not a personal attack against you, even when it feels like it. Darkness is what happens when the light gets sucked out of the culture. She says, keep letting the light of Jesus shine. She said, number two, when you are tempted to respond in anger, anger, take that thought captive. Make it obey. Remember, the battle isn't against flesh and blood. If your anger is directed toward people, you're fighting on the wrong front. Pray. And then thirdly, she says, when you get sucked into a debate about a topic you feel passionately about, which, of course, Doug, we know there are lots, we're, we're all passionate about lots of things. Mm-hmm. But she says, uh remind yourself whose you are uh, that will keep your responses in check mm. when our children wouldn't leave the house we would routinely say remember your last name mm-hmm. it helps it, it it helps uh will you fail at times yep i'm sure my kids did they are human and so are you if you need to apologize to someone for your tone do it just uh, you just might earn a more willing ear 
you know, as I was looking at our outline this week, and I know we'll get into that, is even in the first five verses of Acts chapter 23, you see Paul, this man that we have, you know, we, we look up to. Uh, his, his, his life is worth modeling. Mm-hmm. I mean, even Paul says, follow me as I follow Christ. Yet even Paul, as a, a, a regenerate believer, uh, stumbles and falls. And uh, I think it's interesting as we look at just the, the world that we're living in today. There are so many things that, <laughs> I'll use the word of the culture, trigger us. We, we get triggered really easily. And uh, it's a shame because we, I think in those times, forget whose we are. We absolutely do. And in our culture, uh, especially, you know, today, Brad, about 40 to 50% of teenagers, this is the future, uh, report having persistent feelings of depression, hopelessness, um, and suicide rates among adults continues to climb. And uh, the, the probably the biggest uh, problems uh, faced today psychologically are depression and anxiety mm. about the future. Mm. And we, as believers, carry hope. That's our role. Right. We are to be the hope bringers. But, um, you know, there was a, a guy who is running for, for president, by the way, uh, he's pretty young. His name's Vivek Ramasawamy. Uh, do you, have you heard of yes, him? Uh-huh. No. Uh, he made a statement uh, not too long ago uh, where he said, America is so hungry for meaning and identity uh, and a moment in our history when things that used to fill the void of purpose, faith, patriotism, hard work, family, have all disappeared. Every one of those institutions have has been brought down pretty much to either obliterated or, or non-relevance, right? And uh, I think of a guy named Richard Niebuhr who uh, said the gospel of our culture is this. A God without wrath brought human beings without sin into a kingdom without judgment through the ministry of a Christ without a cross. Mm. I'm going to say that again. Uh, you're going to need to send that a, one to a me. A God without wrath brought human beings without sin into a kingdom without judgment through ministry of a Christ without a cross. That, that's, that's the gospel of our culture. There is no judgment. If you speak about judgment, you know, you're evil. You're a bigot. You hate, you're hateful. And, and you know, we are going to be not liked that yesterday Vody when he was preaching said you know i want to be liked hey don't 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 buy into the the crowd saying that he's he doesn't care if people like him i do care we all care sure but there are some things that supersede my desire mm-hmm. to be liked mm-hmm. and that's to be faithful <clears throat> to the god i serve yes and and so we can be loving and not shaving off the truth is it really loving to tell someone who has gender dysphoria that you can be something you can't be? Is w- w- Would you not think it was more loving for me to tell you, Brad, listen, I'm sorry, you can't be a purple dinosaur. Mm-hmm. You can't be that. Right. 
And see, we all have limits. If you look at the people who try to uh, espouse some of the um, confused uh, identities that we see in our culture, they have limits. They they don't believe you should have the right to say anything to them. So mm-hmm. they try to limit your rights. Right. So this idea that, well, people should be free to do anything, they don't really believe that. They only believe that they you, you should only be free to believe like I believe, right. which is the very things they accuse people of. <laughs> Paul is a perfect example. Paul loved people. You know, Paul was uh, beaten. He was arrested. He was attacked by the mob on numerous occasions, not for hurting somebody, not for stealing something from anybody, not from uh, from trying to kill anybody, for simply telling people, the guy we killed appeared to me and said he will still forgive us. Stop yeah. and think about that. Yeah. I mean, so so Paul was was ultimately brought to his death proclaiming that hope. And I look at our church today, our 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 team, so to speak. Yeah. And you're speaking of the universal church. Yes. Yeah. I'm talking about <clears throat> believers, yeah. not the body. Yeah, the body yeah. of Christ has allowed the silencing of our culture to keep us from expressing that hope that the world desperately needs. Yeah. And it's sad. Yeah. We yeah. have to start speaking the truth and love to people regardless of the cost. You know? Well, and I think uh, we better do it now. Yeah. Uh, because those, I mean, we're not being persecuted for it today. Uh, you may lose some friends, kind of to, to Vody's point, but, you know, there'll, there'll be a time and there are places in the world where you're going to get beat mm-hmm. for proclaiming the gospel. You absolutely will. That's not the case here today for us. You know, I, I'm talking about the people who are listening to you and I right now are not going to get beat for proclaiming the gospel. No. They may lose a friend. Yep. And I'm, I'm with you. I'm with Vody. I, it's like, yeah, I, I do. I want people to like me. We, we, we but do. what are you willing to sacrifice to have that well i think of our friend john monger he just sent me a picture uh, a couple of days ago he is back in the country that imprisoned him one of the, one of two countries for preaching the gospel he is back there now as an american citizen preaching the gospel to people in that very country that 20 plus years ago imprisoned him isn't that amazing amazing that's he John Monger, Dawa, those guys are the first guys I think of when I think about places in the world where there's risk. There there's is. serious risk in proclaiming faith in Jesus. And 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 what we're looking at in Paul and this week, our theme for this week, really and next week too, is a God who cares. You know, every other deity, the deity's distant, he's off. Right. He's he's not we, we try to appease that deity, mm. but in True Christian faith, true biblical Christian faith, our deity has appeased himself. He made the covenant with Abraham and said, I will be, uh, the blood will be on me. He put Abraham to sleep yeah. and he said, it'll be on me. And so he he calls us as his servants to go represent him. And Paul's doing that. And Paul has now completed his third missionary journey. He's back in Jerusalem and we see him now as a prisoner who is, um, last week we really looked at his life after Jesus rescued him and what he was doing and 
This week, we're, we're in verses uh, 1 through 11 of chapter 23. We're going to see how God continues to care for Paul and protect him, even though there are a lot of people that want to kill him and they try to kill him. And again, who does God use? The most unlikely rescuer, yeah. Roman soldiers. And so when we come back from the break, Brad, we're going to see how God calls us, just like Paul, to a life of being submissive to his word, secure in his son, and strengthened by his presence as believers. Well, we're going to jump into it after the break. Uh, if you want to call this afternoon, you can call us at 844-777-7928. That's 844-777-SWAT. If you have a question or a comment and you don't want to call or you can't call, email us at ask at SWATradio.com. You can also go to SWATradio.com, listen to Old Pass Broadcast, and you can uh, click on the Meetings tab and see where we meet week to week. We'd love to have you join us in person. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back after the break. A First Conservative Baptist Church with Dr. Gene A. Youngblood. And let's face the issues. This program allows you, the listener, to call in and ask your questions about current issues. Dr. Youngblood deals with moral, ethical, and political issues that face our culture and the church. Tune in every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. on 91.7 for expository preaching by Dr. Gene A. Youngblood. Dr. Youngblood is the pastor-founder of First Conservative Baptist Church and the founder-president of Conservative Theological University. Let's Face the Issues can be heard daily on 91.7, 91.3, and 91.9. At 11.30 a.m., don't miss these relevant broadcasts. Invite others to tune in also. No active accidents, but there is a broken-down vehicle on I-95 southbound between Phillips Highway and the 295 Beltway on the south end of town. Also on the north side, look out for planned construction on I-95 southbound at Airport Road, blocking the left lane. Mostly clear tonight, low 43, Tuesday increasing clouds, high 68. From the Traffic and Weather Center, I'm AJ. The Florida Georgia Truth Network, heard in Amelia Island at 91.3. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I push, I pull, go back and forth, finding myself. Pounding on a locked door, I try to make it out alone without your help. But I know I never win this war. I can never be, never be free without you. I can never be, never be me without you. Hey, welcome back to SWAT Radio, Brad Sykes and Doug McCary back together again yeah uh, it's been a while it is good to good to hang out in studio with you always we always have some it's it's fun when you and i sit in the studio we sit opposite direct each other we have the opportunity to kind of look at each other in the eyes we kind of discuss whether you know first segment we're talking about what's going on in the world but ultimately we come to the, the to the pinnacle of our conversation that it gets to okay Let's get to the word. Yeah, what, what, yeah. What does the word say? And by the way, you know, as we look at each one of these ideas, this well, I call them ideas. They're they're principles that sure, are extracted. Yeah. A lot of this writing and and acts here at this point is narrative, and and there's not a lot of theological imperatives. Right. It's just the story of Paul, but we can draw from this story 
things like being submissive to the word of God, Mm -hmm. being secure in the resurrection of Jesus Christ. That's the hope that we have, right? Paul says without that, we have no hope. Yeah. When I was thinking even about last week as what was coming out last week is that all of us like Paul have a history. We have a past, uh, a, a sinful past, but then you see Paul, a new life, a regenerate heart. Yep. and a changed life, a transformed life. And that, and Paul was trying to use that. One of the things I wanted to bring out that we saw the humanity of Paul in that he argued with God last week. He was kind of going, God's saying, get out. He goes, no, when he first came back to Jerusalem, he says, God, they'll see my changed life. Yeah. Well, this week we again see a human side of Paul that we don't always take note of, mm-hmm. that he struggled just like you and I did. He gets punched in the face. And he has a visceral reaction to it, mm-hmm. as you or I would. Right. And and so we're going to see that. But this idea today of being submissive to his word is not an obligation with God. It is God gave us his word to to protect us and and to to put his people on display as different from the world value system. So he tells us in his word things that we ought to do. And the problem with Israel is they would hear the word, but they didn't shema it. They heard it audibly, mm. but they didn't put it into action. James one twenty two says, be doers of the word, not just hearers only. Deceiving, Deceiving yourself. yourself. Yeah. yeah. He says, don't just be a hearer. He also says in John, uh, the gospel of John, Jesus says, if anybody loves me, what? He will keep my word and, yeah. and, and my father will love him. Yeah. And, and so he says, um, whoever does not love me, oh, they won't keep my word. Now, that's pretty strong. That, that That's Jesus speaking. That's not me or Brad mm-hmm. speaking. That's God's word. And also in James, again, the, the, the half-brother Jesus says, submit yourselves to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. In other words, when God's word comes to you and you obey it, you submit to it, the devil's going to flee because he knows you're, you're standing firm. So we see this in, in uh, Acts 23, one through five, Brad, I want you to read it and we're going to work through these five verses really quick. There's not a lot here to work through, but, but it is, it is worth hearing as it relates to this idea of being submissive to God's word. Yeah. All right, uh, Acts chapter 23, just do the first five verses? Yes, sir. All right. And looking intently at the council, Paul said, Brothers, I have lived my life before God in all good conscience up to this day. And the high priest, Ananias, commanded those who stood by him to strike him on the mouth. Then Paul said to him, God is going to strike you, you whitewashed wall. Are you sitting to judge me according to the law? And yet, contrary to the law, you ordered me to be struck? Those who stood by said, Would you revile God's high priest? Verse 5, And Paul said, I did not know, brothers, that he was the high priest, for it is written, You shall not speak evil of a ruler or your people. These are the very words of God to you and me and to everyone who heard them. I mean, that's God's word Mm. that we just read. And and. What Paul says in verse 1 is, listen, guys, remember the situation, what's going on here. He, remember when the he was in the temple and there was a, uh, um, there was an uproar 
and they came down. They kind of rescued him, and as they're going up, um, Paul goes, hey, do you mind if I say anything to him while he's in, in custody of the Tribune and all the Roman soldiers? And so he goes down there, and and he says stuff, and they have to ultimately carry him away. They don't have charges against him. They rescued him twice now. And they say, listen, we got to let him go in front of the council. That, that's the Sanhedrin. That's 70 men plus a high priest made up of Pharisees and Sadducees. And so Paul tells them, he's in front of them, what are the charges against Paul? What were the false charges that had been brought? One, he was against the Jewish people. Two, he was against the law. Three, he was against the temple. And what he says is, brothers, listen, I have a clear conscience before God. What he was saying is, I'm a faithful Jew, but could any Jew apart from Jesus have a clear conscience, really? No. How many times a year did they offer a sacrifice <laughs> for their sin? One time. Right. Imagine, Brad, uh, you lived back then, and instead of Brad and Vicky, it was Bartholomew and Victoria mm-hmm. or something <laughs> right. or whatever, some, some <clears throat> Hebrew name. Right. And you go to the atonement sacrifice that one day where your sacrifice is made and you feel you transferred your sins to your animal, the mm-hmm. priest does that, and you go away from there and you have a fight on the way home. 365 now, days yeah, later. You've got to live with that. And yeah. even then, it's only a temporary covering. It's not gone forever, right? Right. right. And so Paul said, um, I have a clear conscience. That made Ananias, who was a high priest, so angry, he ordered Paul struck. And the striking there means that the, the way the word is, is written in the Greek, it's not a slap. It is a fist smash. It is a closed fish smash in the mouth. And the priest did that in violation of the law. Paul hadn't been convicted of anything. He's simply on trial. There hadn't been the witnesses. There hadn't been the, the order of judgment. And so the priest, the high priest, actually violated God's word, which wasn't unusual. Ananias was a very evil guy. This is not the same Ananias who was in chapter 9, who was in Damascus, who helped Paul, you know, when Paul had seen Christ. It's not the same Annas who was the high priest uh, father-in-law when Caiaphas was the high priest when Jesus was struck. But what I'm struck by, no pun intended, was that Jesus and Paul, both when they were in front of the council, got struck. In Jesus's case, the priest didn't order it. Somebody just struck him. There was mm-hmm. one of the guards. In this case, the high priest violated God's law and ordered Paul struck. So what did Paul do? He goes, God's going to strike you, you whitewash wall. It was this vengeance. And he he just cried out, you hypocrite. That's what whitewash wall meant. And, and the guys next to him, hey, are you going to revile, verse 4? Are you going to revile? This word for reviles only used three other times in the scripture. And to be honest with you, Brad, when I hear revile, I know it's negative, but I didn't really know what it meant. Did you know what it meant? No, I didn't. I I didn't either. I read it. How many times do we read stuff in the Bible (laughs) and we know it's something bad, but we just don't know what it means, right? And we don't take the time to to dig it out. And so I went to dig it out and, and, and basically it's used over in John 9 and the blind man by the religious leaders when they say to the blind man after he was healed by Jesus, you're his disciple, but we're disciples of Moses, it says, and they reviled him. 
It's also used in 1 Corinthians 4 when Paul says, we were reviled, but we bless in return. And then in 1 Peter 2, it's used when he was reviled, he did not revile in return, talking about Jesus. And so the word actually means to slander or to insult or curse in anger. That's what the word actually means. Now, we understand what that means, and that's what Paul did. He said that, and when Paul was confronted, he goes, I didn't know it was the high priest. And you go, well, how could he not know? Well, this was an informal gathering. They didn't have their normal clothing on. Gotcha. The, the, Jew, the, the Romans had got them to, to meet informally just so they could get some charges, find mm-hmm. out what was going on with Paul. But Paul quotes Exodus twenty two twenty eight, And when he quotes it, he quotes it. He says, you shall not revile God nor curse a ruler of your people. And what was going on there went by Paul quoting that. Any Jew would have understood that Paul is repenting. He's saying, I didn't know. I'm sorry. It is against the law. I shouldn't have done that. We read it, and we don't get that, right? right, right. We just see him quoting that verse. And um, so right away, he repented. Why? Because in Deuteronomy 17.8, it says, The man who acts presumptuously by not obey, obeying the priest is that man shall die. I mean, it was a big deal to to go against the high priest when he told you something, or even if he's evil, his hmm. office is to be respected. And that's really what we see here. Paul submitted to God's word. And when we come back, I just got two other uh, verses I want to bring up, and, and I want to share a quote that John MacArthur said. I'll say it now. He says, the next best thing to sinning or to not sinning, sorry, the next best thing to not sinning is to admit it right away and turn from it. Don't look at your sin in relation to other sin. Instead, look at it in comparison to Jesus' holiness, which is, that's a good way to look yeah, at it. Amen. Amen. That's very convicting. Glad you tuned in today. If you want to call this afternoon, we'd love to hear from you. 844-777-7928. That's 844-777-SWAT. You can also email us your questions or comments to ask at SWATradio.com. We'll be right back after the break. If you'd like to contact SWAT Radio, the toll-free number is 1-844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT. You can also listen to this program through the WTRJ The Truth app from the App Store or over the Internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls. SWAT Radio is underwritten in part by The Guardian Group. You know Brad Sykes as the co-host of SWAT Radio. While Brad is committed to making disciples both on and off the air, his ministry extends into the marketplace as a licensed real estate agent with Keller Williams Southside. Brad and his wife Vicki are real estate agents in Northeast Florida and are the founding partners of The Guardian Group. They help people buy, sell, and invest in real estate. The Guardian Group, with offices near Butler and Southside Boulevards, 904-580-7255. And online at guardiangroupjax.com. The Guardian Group, happy to bring you SWAT Radio on the truth. 
We're so grateful for having people like Tom Neal Truck Company sponsoring SWAT Radio. Tom Neal Truck Company is located at 417 Edgewood Avenue South in Jacksonville, Florida. Tom Neal is a full-service franchise truck dealer for Freightliner, Western Star, Volvo, Isuzu, and Sprinter vans offering new and used truck sales, service, parts, and truck rental, and leasing to the North Florida and South Georgia truck market. More information on Tom Neal Truck Company is located at www.tomneal.com. That's www.tomnehl.com. The Florida Georgia Truth Network. Listen online at ilovethetruth.com. They say sometimes you win some, sometimes you lose some. And right now, Right now I'm losing bad Stood on this stage night after night Reminding the broken Hey, welcome back to SWAT Radio. Brad and Doug here on this Monday afternoon. Our last segment of the day. Call us at 844-777-7928. If you are not familiar with SWAT or SWAT Radio, SWAT stands for Spiritual warriors advancing truth mm. and uh we have uh doug puts on five bible studies that take place four here in the city and then one on zoom and you can join in those um, we'd love to have you in person if you go to swatradio.com you can click on the meetings tab and you will see the various locations and the times that we meet they are, man, they are a great time of fellowship. They're a great time to get into the Word together. Uh, they are, I, I would say they're, they're different than what you and I do, Doug, here on the air, but uh, that was always the purpose. We had the Bible studies throughout the week, and then you and I would get on the on the radio and really just exposit it, maybe go a little deeper, talk about the, the just the practical application of the Word of God. Yeah, I, they're, they're great. We get to meet, um, we get to meet at... Um, Woody's Barbecue out off Solano Road out at Jack's Beach at 6.30 on Wednesday morning. Big thank you. If you go into Woody's and get some barbecue, tell them to thank you for supporting us because we've been meeting there for 11 years. It's amazing. Um, the Salem Center, uh, which is right here off Bentley Road uh, at noon on Wednesday. And, and Thursdays we meet at Jumpin' Jack's House of Food which is at 4887 Belford Road. They are open now. I was going to say, today's the first day. Today's the first day. Go by and support Howdy there. Howdy's the owner. Howdy Russell. He's a good friend of ours. And uh, I'll tell you, Brad, um, this uh, probably one of my favorite burgers in town just to go (laughs) eat. I mean, I I love – their burgers taste like it came off your backyard grill. Absolutely. I I still remember the first time I had one of those burgers and – and Howdy's a good friend. I mean, Howdy and I have known each other for, as long as you and I. Yeah. I've been 20-plus years. And I remember eating that burger. Isn't this disgusting? It, We're sitting it, here talking I know, about but it. But they, it just has that, yeah, it has that backyard, backyard taste, yeah, and it a, is so good. And Howdy is Howdy's a good businessman, but, man, that guy loves Christ, and uh, and you, you will be blessed to go in yeah, there. Yeah, that's Jumpin' Jacks on uh, 4887 Belford Road over by the uh, Wounded Warrior. And then um, uh, Friday or Thursday nights on Zoom, you can just send me an email, Doug at SWATradio.com. Say, hey, send me a link. You can join us. And then Fridays at the Village Inn, 
down in St. Augustine at 9 o'clock. And so all those, like Brad said, are on the website. Um, we'd love for you to join us. Uh, this week we're going to be looking at the, the last part of Acts 23. Um, but, you know, Brad, we were. I want to get back to this submissiveness to God's mm. Word. And, and by the way, like Brad said, if you want to call in, uh, or email you feel free to call uh, with any questions or comments 844-777-7928 or ask at swatradio.com um, you know brad the submissiveness to his word a lot of times we view being submissive to god's word as an optional thing when we're, we we want to do it mm-hmm. and a lot of times when god confronts us with the fact that we've gone against his word we view it as a negative thing instead yeah. of a positive thing. Yeah. And Paul was re- corrected by people that didn't like him, people that wanted to kill him. Mm-hmm. We don't like it when people who love us correct us yeah. on his word, saying you violated yeah. his word. Yeah. And and Paul submitted. And by the way, Luke 11, when people said, blessed are the breasts that nursed you, it was the people of Israel. That was something they would say when they when they really liked someone. They were just basically saying, hey, I'm so glad your mom took care of you. You've been a blessing to me. Yeah. And when they said that to Jesus, you know what he said? No. Blessed is the one who what? Keeps my word. Who hear it and keep it. Yes. Yeah. And Jesus said those are the ones who are blessed. And so keeping God's word is is something we all should want because God cares for us. He gave us his word and he wants us to keep it, not to be some killjoy, but because he understands that's, that's the best thing we can do. Well, you were, uh, we talked a little bit about earlier in the segment or earlier in the broadcast about the, the uh, canceling of faith and family and institutions that have been vital to our culture and society as a whole you know, when you think about raising children or you being raised as a child, how important it is, you know your parents care for you because they put some boundaries in your life Yeah, uh, for your betterment. Yeah. And, and, and in the case of God's word, I mean, I think it's, it's interesting that in verse 3 of chapter 23, Paul does something, you know, he reviles this high priest, but in, in, Two verses later, he's repenting of that. Absolutely. It's quick. Like yeah. MacArthur said, the best thing, next best thing to not sinning is to is to admit it right away and turn from mm-hmm. it. And and so what a lot of people don't realize is what Paul was saying is he was not listen, his view of that guy could have been the same, but it was the office he was called to mm-hmm. honor. And and so MacArthur said, um, bad government is better than no government. Even when there's a tyrant over Mm -hmm. who's keeping order, it's better than mob rule, whichever. Because that's chaos. Right. And for us as believers, when God lays out his word, he wants us to walk and be submissive to that word. Every time we're submissive to that word, what we're saying to Jesus is, I love you. He says, if you love me, you'll what? Keep my commandments. Because that means we trust him. And I tell people, the best indicator in our lives uh, of what we're like to God is teenagers a lot of times. (laughs) Because teenagers think they know better than you. And as a parent, a lot of times, you realize because you know where things lead, 
the teenagers are blinded by their own completely. desires. And we get that way too. Oh, completely. Completely. I mean, when you think about what is what does God want for you and I? You know, what if, if you're listening, what what does your heavenly father want for you? Mm-hmm. Well, he wants you to glorify him and we glorify God most. I love Piper's quote from his book, Don't Waste Your Life. You know, God is most glorified when we're most satisfied in him. Mm-hmm. And when we say we're satisfied in him, we're satisfied in God's sovereignty. We're, we're satisfied in God's word. We, we recognize that God has all authority. I mean, Jesus said, hey, all authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. Now go do something. Go make disciples. He has all authority. He has all rule. It's his word. He's given us the guidelines because he cares for us. He loves us. But he wants to transform us Mm -hmm. into the image of Christ. Mm. Listen, apart from God's word and submitting to his word, we'll never look like Christ. And his authorities. Yes. And and God has placed authorities over us. Do you know over in Exodus 22, Brad, verses 8 and 9, he's referring to judges, like people who sit yes. as judges, and the word Elohim is used, which is translated for God. It means ruler over all, mm. ruler over all creation. And so what when God's talking about a judge, it, it talks about them coming before God. Now, we know a human isn't God, but that judge is sitting in God's place to carry out justice yeah, yeah. Uh, as he does. So when we go before a judge, even when that judge himself might be evil, the authority that he sits in that place is, is granted by God. Like God puts leaders on their throne. He puts people up there. So we may not like the character of the person in the office, but we have to respect the office itself. Yeah, and recognize it and recognize that that person that you may not like has been appointed yeah. uh, by God's sovereign purposes. And it may not, you may not like it. <laughs> yeah. uh, listen, I'm sure there were times my kids didn't like me. Yeah. Kind of back to that point where do you want to be liked or do you want to be? Right. Are we going to shave the truth, the edges off the truth? Yeah. Um, so as you're listening today out there, whether you're in Mississippi, Virginia, Florida, Georgia, or anywhere in between, even if you're over in Europe, I know we have people listening over in Europe. Mm-hmm. The question I have is, is there an area of our lives right now that we're not being submissive to God's word? As we think about that, we may have areas of ignorance that we don't know. Ask God to surface that. Mm. We may have areas that we know. <laughs> we know we're not being submissive to his word. I mean, I can't tell you the number of times somebody has come to me asking for counsel, and I tell them what the Bible says, and then they rationalize it away and say, well, yeah, I know, I know. But it, it's almost this, well, God doesn't want me to be unhappy kind of thing. As if I'll be happier going against his word oh, than I would be in following his it's word. It's tragic. It's tragic. But it's an epidemic. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. We don't want somebody to tell us what to do. We don't want him to tell us the truth. You know, I got here a little early, and I know we're gonna we're done pretty much here yeah. in just a couple of minutes. But I was going through the notes, and I actually saw that quote that you put in here uh, about MacArthur. I'm going to read it again just so our listeners can think through this. The next best thing to not sinning 
is to admit it right away and turn from it. Don't look at your sin in relation to others' sin. Boy, that is wow. Uh, instead, he says, look at it in comparison to Jesus's holiness. He's the standard bearer. Listen, if that's what you do, if you look, listen, if you look at me or you look at Doug, you may feel pretty good about yourself. Maybe I don't know. Maybe not. But if you look at Jesus and His holiness, it, it'll quickly humble you and recognize, man, we we ought to be in a constant state of repentance. Yeah, uh, we ought to be in a constant state of coming under the authority and the rule of God's word. Well, He is the plumb line, and the, Amen. And uh, the tom- cornerstone. Yeah, tomorrow we're going to be looking at uh, the, a life that's secure in His Son because of the resurrection specifically, but I hope you'll join us tomorrow. Yeah, good to be with you, Douglas. I will see you manana, and I hope you guys can join us. Go vote tomorrow, at least in Jacksonville. Good to have you back, Bradley. Hey, good to be back. Take care.